0: And ask yourself, why can't I find love? I mean, falling in love with someone can be one of the most amazing feelings that you can experience in your entire life. And it's truly a magical feeling. And it's not surprising that there are countless songs, poems, pieces of literature that all try to capture the elation and thrill of falling head over heels. But the truth is, is that it's not always as easy as they make it seem in the movies, right? Like even when online dating is literally at our fingertips and it just should be so easy just to swipe to love. And actually it feels like the harder you try, the further you are from finding a lasting connection. You want love, but just can't seem to find it. Okay, so here's the problem. The real problem is, is that you may be using the wrong mindset around love. It's using those words, finding love, which has an association of it being a pleasant accident that you just kind of stumbled upon. And you meet someone great, you spend some time with and get to know him or her. And if things align just right, you found love. But true love, true love is what I'm talking about here, is love that has what it takes to last the test of time. And it has to do with creating it. It's malleable, adaptive, ever-growing, ever-changing. And it's incredibly rare because it takes a great deal of time to develop. You have to be with someone for years to know for sure that what you have isn't just any love, but true love. And ultimately, true love isn't found. It's not stumbled upon. It's not fallen into. True love is created slowly and great care. I remember when I was working as a matchmaker, people would ask me all the time, Kimmy, find me my soulmate. And now for those of you who don't know this, I worked as a matchmaker and I ran the VIP division for a while. And there was this weird expectation and fallacy that I had some secret society of soulmates hidden in my magic kingdom. And no matter how great the pictures were, and seemingly compatible the matches were, the same patterns kept happening over and over again that were occurring outside my magic kingdom, right? Like what I then started doing in my coaching is that I decided I'd coach these people on the side and here's what I learned. That the people I coached and that I created a dating plan for and I helped them break patterns with were the ones who were successful. And in fact, would find people outside the magic kingdom On their own. So I now say that you can be your own matchmaker. And they were happy because the empowerment they had from changing within raised their level of confidence to ultimately create love they sought after. So, with me today is a dear, dear friend and an amazing expert in the field of love and relationships. And he's been around for a while. I adore him for both men and women. And he's going to help me talk about this very topic around creating love, not finding it. He is the founder and CEO of Kinder, a curated learning community of men and women committed to creating deeper relationships and authentic connections. An Emmy-nominated executive producer and Stanford Humanities Center Research Fellow. He has spent the last 15 years teaching, writing, and coaching men and women on how to not find love but create it consciously and skillfully, choice by choice. So I'm going to bring him on. Adam, I wish I had, like, a machine that did, like, the audience going wild.
1: Are you yeah, that would be nice. I, I would like that 20 times a day. That would really help, actually.
0: <laughs> right? It would get, I would love it. Can you imagine, like, waking up and just having, yes. like, a huge audience always clapping for you? <laughs> oh,
1: gosh. i feel so proud of it, yes. Oh, hi friend hi so good to see you so many life transitions we've been through together
0: <laughs> i know i know and, and we really have been and i remember like gosh the first time we really worked together you were running these amazing workshops from men and women and i think yeah. i came and spake, spoke you know to you some spake of them unto, you spake unto i spake people. and i spoke in my red dress i remember you that's saying right. kim how did you do so many sales i said it's so simple you just wear a red dress
1: that's true <laughs> I knew so little back then about those things. Yeah, but we had these big uh, events. Uh, We called it Attract, Connect, Inspire because those are the three steps that I really, as I started coaching and and really getting into it, that those are the three skills that people need to learn. They need basic attraction skills and, and people, that's what they focus on. But you also have to learn, as you know, to connect deeply with somebody, which takes very particular skills. And we can talk about that. And then ultimately, you have to be inspired and you have to inspire somebody to, you know, I'm really proud to be with this partner. And for that, you need skills, right? It's like, wow, I really love the way that my, God, my, the way my husband, like, you know, I was so upset last night and I was out of my mind and he was just so steady and he was there and he asked me the right questions. Those are skills. You know, it doesn't come naturally. Nobody teaches us these things. And we have to be inspired for our lives because it's a very competitive world. And if you're not inspired about who you are, why does someone want to be with you? So those are the three things we, we covered back then. And they're all also key to Kinder, which we'll get to.
0: Yeah, no, and I love that, and 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 I do really like that notion of building the skills, and that's part of the creation of love, right? Like you don't just stumble upon; it's like there, magic here. Here's yeah. that person. <laughs>
1: you no, know, I always say you don't people people talk about. I mean, this is the thing, people talk about love, like oh, yeah, I'm going to find it, like like coins under a couch cushion. Yeah, say, right. Oh like, my God, it look, it I works. found it. <laughs> yeah, you know, somebody, and then then you make in- informed, skilled. Consider it thoughtful, uh, decisions minute by minute, day by day, because love, quote unquote, can fall apart if you don't handle things like anger or behavior requests, you mm. know, or handling your triggers and wounds. That's a big one. Um, and these are all skills and they're learnable skills. So I always I always say, you don't find love, you create it or you awaken it choice by choice, and that goes every day. Yeah, uh, I love and that. You know, it never stops. I mean, you build up a credit bank, but you know, you can blow it if, if you can't handle. Things um, you know, with a certain kind of equanimity, maturity, and skillfulness.
0: You know, yeah, I mean, we just jumped in because we're old friends, but I know like some people may not know you. <laughs> so oh. I, I want to I know it may be hard to believe, but just so that um everybody gets to know you because you're so awesome. Um how did you kind of stumble upon not love, but this this kind of notion of Creating love, not finding it, and now really like focusing on. And we're going to get into kinder a little bit, but I just love to hear the backstory of that.
1: Yes, that's a great question. Um, very early on, I I, I got into this whole business, as it were, um, because I got single, uh, 21 years ago, and uh, I had never expected that. And I was 39. I got married way too young. I got married young. It's fine. It worked out. <laughs> but the point where I shouldn't say it because we had two beautiful kids, so it's fine um, and uh, and and I had to enter the world single at 39 for the first time and I had no idea what to do I was you know I was a dad and I was a husband and that was my identity and uh, and it was terrifying actually I, I didn't know where to go and i told the story I actually wrote about it. That first day when I didn't have my kids at home the first time, I came out of a meeting on Wilshire and I stood there for like maybe 15-20 minutes going, Where do I go? I, I don't know where to go. I like, do I go home? Well, not like home. I go to a bar. I had single people go to bars. I had I'd never really been to a bar, it just wasn't part of my life. Oh, maybe I'll go to Vegas, like oh, I'll go to a bookstore, I'll go to a movie. Why wow, I could do all of these things. And I ended up going to uh, driving home along, you know, PCH and stopping at Vons. and say, well, I guess I need food. And then I looked at the food and I go, I don't even know what I like to eat. I just eat what she puts in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really like a rebirth. And, um, and so I, I, I didn't know how to date. I didn't know how to talk to people. I felt embarrassed because I, the divorce. I felt like a failure in various ways because mm. the family was broken. And that was my frame back then. And um, slowly I started learning. But what I discovered that online dating, I didn't know about that. And I'm a writer, I'm a, you know, I am mean, I'm an writer, I taught writing at Stanford, I I worked in comedy, so I have some linguistic skills. And I saw that no one understands how to really communicate with the other gender in a language of the other gender, or one of the many other genders these days, um, really feels in their body, like they, oh, wow, this person gets me, they get where I am. So I, I, I messed around with that and uh, and somebody saw it, I was on a TV show, if you remember, on ABC, how to get the guy. I was the guy, she saw my profile and then I wrote a book about it and here we are. So that was the beginning was around language. And then people would say, like the, the, the first book I wrote, men would call, uh, write to me going, thank you so much. I'm finally getting dates online. Nobody ever wrote me before. And, uh, and they said, now, how do I date a model? And I'm like, well, uh, why would a model date you? And they're like, no, 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 just tell me what to say. And I'm like, that's not really how it works. <laughs> <laughs> so that began the whole thing of really developing the skills. Um, and then I just had this insight that people put so much effort into their business life and their career. They know that skills are involved. But for a relationship, damn, man, you need skills. I needed skills. I mean, it's just funny. I happen to have this right next to me for people who might be looking. These are the books I was reading this week. I mean, oh my gosh. So many skills that I personally need, you know, that everyone yes. needs. And I knew and I figured out that I needed, I learned quickly that I needed skills you know? Um, and, uh, and I didn't know anything about attachment theory. I didn't know anything about how to handle triggers. I really didn't know much about trauma, mm. I, all the things that actually come up in relationship, not to mention the usual smaller things that just smooth relationship. So it's really, a, it's a set of skills. And I always say, it's like a, like a basketball player, you know, they, it, you need skills to score, you know, and, 100%. And, a and then
0: you need to practice them,
1: right? And like to practice every mm. single day. And so that's, that was actually the birth of Kinder, which is, our, which is our platform for men and women to talk to each other in a really intelligent, mature, kind, thoughtful, and skillful way led by wonderful, beautiful teachers like you.
0: Oh, I know. It's such a cool platform. And I think that, you know, going back to the whole notion of, of skills, like what would you say as you were collecting your books and skills along the way, like what are some top skills that people... Can really hone in on in creating that healthy love
1: oh it's so great it's such a great question the the main one is self-awareness because everything grows out of that percent Yeah. Because like we'll say we'll say things like wow i feel triggered <laughs> right or wow that hurts unexpectedly um, and then rather than saying you made me feel or you did this or you attacked them no. so one of the skills comes from one of my favorite books by dr susan page um, if it's true for you. Uh, number two skill of eight skills of couples who thrive, eight essential skills of couples who thrive is assume goodwill. So often you've been in relationships, someone will say something, you'll get triggered. But if you really believe that the person has goodwill to you toward you, now you can have the self-awareness like, okay, where's the goodwill? Where's the hurt behind what just happened?
0: You know, yes.
1: behind that thing. So that kind of self-awareness and taking that wedge of awareness, that pause before you respond is one. Another great, I can go on all day by the way.
0: Wait definitely. a second, before you go on, I have to, <laughs> no, that is such a good one and because it, it's on the tip of my mind. I, I was just talking with a client about this because- and what you're highlighting is so true like we come to relationships with a huge suitcase of <laughs> right of, of things and experiences and trauma and Her, hurt.
1: neuroses yes
0: right and neuroses and all all sorts of things and it's kind of scary in that baggage but um but what's interesting is that baggage relates to then how we communicate and perceive situations. Right. And so this, this particular client I was working with, like she, she perceived an action that her new boyfriend had as rejection. And it was only because she kept being rejected, you know, like over and over again in her past relationships, I said, but you're also basing his action based on your previous past. Have you checked in with him about this action? You know, so to speak. And to her surprise, it was nothing like she thought, but it took for her to communicate that with him to get over that. So like that awareness piece that you're talking about is huge. So anyway, I, I just.
1: It's a great one. Yeah. And, and, and another kind of awareness, just because I love this one. It's so important. And this one takes practice. Uh, one of our other uh, presenters in Kinder, along with you, is Dr. Susan Campbell, who I just adore. She's she's the only 80 year old I have a crush on. She's beautiful. <laughs> she's absolutely a beautiful woman and a beautiful soul and wise and she's a you know she's a therapist and just wonderful. And um, she and Brad Blanton, who I also I have a man crush on. He's a good friend who wrote. You uh, have a lot Brad of
0: crushes.
1: I do. I you know I yeah. adore people who yeah. have huge hearts, you know, or big brains. <laughs> so. Brad is amazing. Um, So they talk about how you know. Brad says the mind is a bullshit generating machine. Mm -hmm. You know, and he says the mind is a terrible thing. Waste it. Don't trust it. So and and he's he's been a therapist for a long time. So (laughs) so there's a great phrase I picked up from them, which is wow. You know, this just happened. You know, you said this or you did this, and the story I'm making up about that is, oh my god, that is one of the most powerful phrases you can use in a relationship. It takes full responsibility. So it makes you sovereign. You're taking responsibility for your feelings. You're not projecting, you know, who, who who's Susan said that we're walking projectors. We're like, do we just project our inner lives on people's outer selves (sighs) constantly? And it's a waste because we can't see them for who they are. And we don't deal with our inner shit because we're projecting it on them. So if someone, if your partner or date says something and it, and it hurt, you could say, wow, you know, you just said, Oh, I'll take the bill. And the story I'm making up about that is, is that you're pitying me because I don't have as much money or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And he gets the truth out and it takes responsibility. It's my story that you didn't do. You didn't say, when I was married decades ago, I remember we were fighting and she goes, she goes, if you love me, you know, you would know what I was thinking. I'm like, no, if I was a mind reader. <laughs> no,
0: like, well, <laughs> Wait, ladies, I just want you to hear what Adam just said, because often women think that men should just know, you know, and the truth men is, is nothing. Men they know, know nothing, John Snow. Right. And you guys are so simple. Like there's not, it does not take much for you to know, but we overcomplicate it. So right. it's just and being a reason.
1: Yeah. And there's a reason. And, and I, right. I really believe the evolutionary biology of this is that women have developed uh, uh, what we call women's intuition, which is actually an integration of the left and right side of the brain. And they have, they pick up social signals better than men, generally. There's always yeah. exceptions. But um, uh, there's, a, there's a great set of books by The Peace Couple, P-E-A-S-E, Why, uh, why Men Don't Talk and Why Women Can't Read Maps. Um, Which is a way of saying that men have evolved 98% of our evolution to hunt, basically, is what we were doing until 12,000 years ago. And when you're hunting, you know what you don't do? Gossip, chatter, (laughs) chit-chat. Whereas women were back with kids back in the village or or foraging, and they talked to keep, you know, bonds together. To test who's safe and who's not safe and to know where you are if you're wandering around in bushes i guess but they talk and women talk to communicate and men to, rather women talk to bond and men talk to convey necessary information so men generally don't talk as much especially about their inner life and women generally can't read maps because men were wandering around chasing mastodons right so we <laughs> <have> a better <laughs> spatial sense and it's true and not true. everyone. And there's always exceptions and all that stuff. But generally, these things, we're very different. So it's good to know these differences and when you go into a relationship. And I actually yeah. had a girlfriend say to me once, it's all coming back now. Well, <laughs> a girlfriend said to me, she said, um, she said something and she said, you know, my girlfriends would never say that. And I said to her, I have news for you. Re- <laughs>
0: well, I'm not a girlfriend.
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you want to play dress up we can talk about that right but. right and <laughs> do role play yeah um dress, yeah, that's what i mean by skills like yeah, to me right. today because people are complex and people are rushed and people are not like they were in the 50s or before that and, and you need skills to understand yourself and to understand the other so i always talk about skills 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 to create love choice by choice by choice
0: Right. No, I love, I love those tips. I mean, that self-awareness and being the projector metaphor too, is so powerful because right. if you, and, and then on top of it, people are walking projectors with a blindfold on too,
1: on top of it, which
0: is not a <laughs> like good combination, is, right? Because right. not only they see within, not even what they're projecting. So well,
1: it's so much easier to, to, to put your inner turmoil or, or insecurities onto your partner. Oh, they're doing this to me rather than to own yeah. up to what's actually going on internally.
0: You know, it's easy for us as, because I mean, here we are, we, you know, we teach this stuff. We we've been on our own journeys with it, but you know, people may know all of this stuff that we're talking about intellectually, but it's another thing to actually do it or practice it. Like, are there some things that you have seen be really successful in helping people like put them into action? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, uh, yeah, being involved with there's only one thing, which is being involved with people consciously also trying to do the same thing. So yeah. I've been running men's group, men group, women groups. And now with Kinder, we have men and women in small groups talking to each other. That's the whole idea. If you don't practice, if you're not with a group, it's like anything. If you want to be a better tennis player, you can hang around better tennis players. So you, right. have hang around and you have to hang around with people who are really interested in improving their skills. Um, and you know what happens? What happens is uh, what I'm finding. Is that when you get used to hanging out with people who take these things seriously, maturely, um, your bar starts raising naturally. Because within Kinderwick, within these conversations, we have meetings all week. We call them circles, right? But we have circles led by experts like you all week uh, during the week and especially for the summit. But um, what happens is that you get used to talking on a different level and then you go back into the world and it's like, ugh, this person is so not to who they are or how to communicate they don't have they don't have the skills of presence or ease or curiosity you know they just they you it becomes really clear who's not skilled at you know relationship just like in a workplace you can tell who's not skilled so it's nice so your bar raises and you tend to attract a higher quality of person
0: yeah right it's it's being amongst a a higher vibration of people who are are in action right because that energy yes. also feeds off that. that's why i love this kinder summit that you built and, and also wow. the, the whole membership, like everything is so brilliant because, and, and, and it so resonates with me. That's why I'm excited about being a part of it because that's, it, it's all about putting you into action. I actually just did a wing Gal session in New York at, at you know, mm-hmm. and it was, I, I have to say it was a little, cause it was out of my element. It's, you know, it's been a long time because of the pandemic. And I was like, you know, do I remember the skill, right? Like even I started thinking about, do I remember (laughs) (laughs) as a human being, the skill and, you know, it is like riding a horse, you know, when you practice it, it becomes imprinted on you and you really never lose it once you get it. And yeah, by the end of the night, we had men all, all, you know, just swarming around us. And I'm like, Oh yeah.
1: Did you wear the red dress? dress? (laughs) Actually
0: my client wore the red top. Okay. I'm like, you rock. You are a good student. Cause I've been working with her. She knew the drill, but you know, afterwards it was really funny. Cause she wrote me and she said, I wish I had you with me every day. I cannot believe what happened. I said, thank you. And believe in yourself, you, you were a part of what made that happen, you know? And I think sometimes to your point back, what you said before, we always put things outside of ourselves rather than within. And this is the empowerment. This is why I like kinder. This is why I like all of this stuff that we're talking about creating the love. It's just not happenstance.
1: No, it's not. And look, I'm, I'm married and, uh, and, and it, and it's a daily, we come from different worlds, you know? Um, And, uh, and it's a daily practice for me, especially, to to gauge everything that's happening and to consider everything, you know, and to to engage in, in every interaction consciously and not unconsciously. You and I are the same. I, I said to somebody the other day, Kim, oh yeah, we she could be my sister. We grew up in the same community, you know, we have the same everything. Like we just really grew I up know. <laughs> like we are same everything. We have all my, my wife is, is from the Caribbean. She's from a very different culture, went through way different shit than I did growing up. And, uh, and so there's, it's a constant learning and being aware and not assuming like you and I, I think we can assume generally what we're thinking, you know, generally, you know, how we react to the world and what our assumptions were, what our families were like, you know? And so it's, it's definitely been a wake up for me, a constant wake up to be aware and to really, uh, not assume things because my Mm. life has been relatively very easy, right? Generally. You know, grew up safe in a safe place with a safe, nice family. You know, good education, all that stuff, and things went pretty smoothly. Not everyone gets that, so it's been a, a particular lesson for me to really um, uh, engage from a place of uh, humility and uh, and um, and curiosity.
0: Yeah, the assumptions
1: are there. Like the assumptions, just we have different assumptions about people. In-
0: I'm so glad you highlighted that. Yeah. That's another skill, by the way, too, that I I want people to really get is the assumption and the prediction side mm-hmm. of things, because it's like how that can really break opportunities to even from the minute you say hello. Like, I mean, I see it when people are walking in the room and they're assuming that person doesn't want to talk to them, or they're assuming that person is busy or just because this or that, you know, and it's, it, it's so in your head, you know, and then it takes you out of like your ability to be present. So I actually think that's part of creating love is, is to really be present. And instead of assuming and predicting to really just asking. Super right.
1: Curious. Yeah, I call curiosity the baking soda of relationships because like <laughs> it takes the place of assumptions, it takes the place of anger, it takes the place of projections. It's just, it actually brings out truth. By the way, can I just interrupt with a really funny little romantic thing here? Oh, please. That's the best. You see this cup I'm holding with my A on it? Yeah. So we had met, uh, I read something she read online on a, on a, on a forum. Uh, she was a, she's a, she's a lot of things, but she was also coaching and she had a yoga center and uh, I was like blown away. I was like, I didn't know who she was. I just wrote to her, "Tell me you're a real person," and uh, we started talking. I didn't know what she looked like, and because um, I was so moved by her words, and uh, then we got on the phone. She was teaching in Belize at the time, yoga, and she was really funny. And then I saw her picture, and I'm like, I called her right back, and I <laughs> said, "Hey, <laughs> um, if I if I sent you a ticket, would you come to Los Angeles? I really need to meet you. I'll come to you." Uh, I really want to meet you. You're unusual. And uh, she was coming to the states anyway to teach. So the night before she came, I went out and bought mugs with our initials, one for each of us. I've never done that, but I had oh. such a strong intuition. I know it's like sounds really romantic, right? But it was like it was an intuition I had. And I'm just I realize I'm holding this mug. I'm showing it if you're if you can see the video. yeah, anyway, so
0: that is go. really cute. Oh, my gosh, I okay. love that. Yeah,.
1: And and that's you know my other big word in my work with men especially and women is boldness. Like if if you if you have a desire you have a need, state it. Don't hide. Don't play. Like really let the world know, like hey, this is something I need. This is something I desire. Without putting it on again, without projecting a response on the other person, just get it out there in truth and cl- with clarity.
0: Oh my god! And that relates to like being present, by the way, like the boldness. And by the way, I think that's super important for women as well, is to not hesitate. Yes. It's like, and, and, you know, just go after what you want. Like you like something, you say something. You know, it, it goes back to the curiosity piece and also like how kids are. I love kids because- <laughs> They don't have the filters yet, right? They, they see right. something they like. They're like, I want that. What are you doing? You know. Know? What's I'm...
1: that thing on your face? So someone had a friend who had a mole yeah. on his face. What's the thing on your face? Or I remember someone gave him a gift and when he was like five. And he goes, but that's not what I want. Oh,
0: <laughs> oh my God. Why can't we do that? But that's not yeah. what I want. <laughs> he,
1: wasn't, he wasn't complaining. He was just saying right. obvious fact.
0: He was just saying what he wants. That it yeah. wasn't what he wants. He to, <laughs> right.
1: oh, he, that child we used to call the truth teller. Oh, he, that's He so really cute. just was so keyed into truth. And by the way, now he's the data scientist at Hinge, the dating app. So, bam!
0: I love it. <laughs> so, just y'all say, but that's not what I want. <laughs> right? Crazy.
1: But it, but it comes also to things like so I had a big. Uh, we did a. I did a conversation, a podcast yesterday, and uh, they, you know, the woman asked a big question. <laughs> When does a woman bring up kids in marriage or, what well, you know, oh, God, always, there's yeah. a way to do that skillfully. Again, there's, there <laughs> are ways, these are communication techniques that we learn to make things go down with sugar, you know, to make sure it doesn't seem like a threat or a challenge and just a, a fair, honest question. Yes.
0: Yes. Well, I love all the skill building and talks that we're doing. We could go obviously go on and on, but why not like take the party over to Kinder and continue this conversation? Yes. So I'd love for you to kind of share a little bit more about Kinder and then we'll wrap up if any words of wisdom
1: that you want to leave everyone with. Ah, the words of foolishness. Um, okay, well, <laughs> if, if you're listening to this before uh, September 28th through October 3rd, of 2021 come join us at the summit we've got 30 amazing experts kim being among the main ones and it's kinder.com slash seltzer right kim's last name s-e-l-t-z-e-r and it's kinder k-y-y-n-d-r because that's a really cool spelling um we called it kinder because we want people to be kinder but we don't want to sound like kinder because kinder means kids in uh, in uh, <laughs> german so it's kinder k-y-y and not to be confused with Tinder, right? Yeah. That's it, right. But to bring it to mind, right? Yep. Um, or grinder, But uh, kyyndr.com slash seltzer. And so what we have is we have 30 amazing leaders. And unlike other summits, this is live. So it's live. So we'll be live together. Men and women or other genders today, whatever gender you may be, but men and women um, live in with you guys. Uh, And we'll have breakout sessions so you can meet each other during the session. So Kim will give you two provocative questions and you'll have two five-minute breakout sessions where you can talk about it. So this is the whole principle of kind of, we do this all week long, all year long. We have leaders and we have questions and we have breakouts so you can meet each other. And then at the end of every day, after the sessions, we have an online cocktail party where we'll have little round robin, small groups, people to meet each other. Um, and that's really fun. So it'll be six days. And if you're hearing this after October third, you can still use uh, Kim's link uh, to try out Kinder. Anyway, uh, during the year, just join. It's great. It's really super fun. And I have to say, we've been running it in beta for a couple of months, and uh, we have our first couple, which was, is, a, is, a, is a is a is a what do you call is a bonus benefit. It's not a dating site per se, but obviously, people who are serious about Dating with depth and having relationships are going to meet there. So mm-hmm. we just flew to Florida. I just saw the picture. And they're actually two of my favorite people ever uh, in the group. And, and I, I love them. And I, I think there's a lot of hope there. So anyway, so you come in, not to necessarily find your partner, but you know what they they're calling each other? uh each other's wing brothers and wing sisters so even if you're not mm. a if even if you're not a uh, a partner for somebody this say i know somebody good for you because they know each other they get to know yes. each other through all these circles yeah and they, yes. and they help each other out which is beautiful
0: that's what's so brilliant about it because it's building community on top of everything like it's building skills it's building community people hopefully will learn a thing or two along the way oh, so
1: you know, <laughs> I, 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 last week we had a session um and and we have different coaches teaching different, you know, leading, not teaching, but teaching and leading. And there's a guy who's a professor, um, a very accomplished professor and very academic. Da, 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 da. And we go around at the end, what's your biggest aha? And he just broke into tears. And he says, you know, what my biggest aha today was I love everybody here. And I like even um. saying I'm getting choked up because it, he got he's you know, he went through divorce and all that stuff. And I actually have tears in my eyes um, because he just—it just overwhelmed him because he realized how much he loved having great conversations about the real things in life in an atmosphere of kindness, and that was wow! Look at that. Um, I'm a big softy under, underneath it all, uh, but to have these conversations about what's real without posturing or posing or or guarding yourselves, and we we really work hard to create that community of of kindness and support. So
0: well and it's so apparent that it's coming from the heart and that's the best kind um yes. so thank you so much for having me be a part of it too and i'm i'm uh-huh. super excited to just share it with the world so yeah. adam i love you thank i you will we'll continue on at the summit and and our friendship of course so thank you again come over for wine yay bread and butter <laughs> <laughs> And so thanks for joining me today. If you're listening to this, this has been the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, of course, Kimmy Seltzer. And remember, you can build confidence, make connections and find love from the outside in. And if you wanna know more, make sure you go to my site, KimmySeltzer.com. And if you are frustrated with not creating the love you deserve, creating, not finding, but creating the love you deserve, you can do two things. Number one, sign up for Adam's Incredible Kinder Summit beginning September 28th, which I'll be speaking at. And yes, I'll probably be talking about flirting y'all, you know how I roll. And then you can also click the link that you see in the show notes to sign up for that. Or number two, hop on a call with me to map out a strategy so that I can help you in a more personal way. And remember working on you is working on your dating life. That's all for now.